Every Yontav has its own unique theme. In the Musaf Davening, we ask Hashem, V'hasiyenu Hashem elekeinu as birkas ma'adecha. Bestow upon us the blessing of this Yontav. Rosh Hashanah symbolizes Yira. Evechein tein pachdecha. There's a sense of fear and trepidation. Like beggars and paupers, we knock on Hashem's door. Pesach is the Yontav of Ahava, the Yontav of Shira Shirim. Koil doidi doifek. Hashem knocks on our door. The Zohar calls matzah, Nahama de Menusa, bread of faith. Hashem says to Kal Yisrael, Zecharti lach chesed neurayich. I will never forget the chesed that you did with me. Ahavas klulasayich. You displayed the love of a bride. Lechtich acher b'midbar be'eretz loizerua. You had such faith in me. You followed me into a desert where there's no possibility of growing any food and there was no water to drink. The Pasik says, V'gam We didn't even pack a lunch bag. Yidin don't normally travel without food. Matzah embodies the faith our ancestors displayed when they followed the Kaddish Baruch Hu out into a desert with very few provisions. Pesach by the Seder, we take the next step from Amuna, from faith in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to Betachon, to complete trust in Hashem. So what's the difference between Amuna and Betachon? So I'd like to share with you a fascinating story to give us some perspective. There was a man by the name of Charles Blondin. He was considered the greatest tightrope walker of all time. On September 15, 1860, a huge crowd assembled to watch the first man ever to attempt to cross the Niagara George on a tightrope. With the large audience in attendance hooting and hollering, Charles Blondin precariously inched his way across the swirling violent waters roaring below, traveling from America to Canada. And when he finally crossed over and stepped off the rope, the crowd erupted with cheers and applause. When it quieted down, Blondin called out to the crowd, Do you believe I can cross back over the falls back into the United States? The crowd yelled back enthusiastically, Yes, yes, you can, we believe. Do you think I can do it backwards? Yes, yes, we believe. Do you believe I can cross back over carrying a man on my back? Yes, yes, we believe. Then Blondin asked, Who wants to volunteer to go on my back while I do it? Dead silence. Blondin pointed to an onlooker in the crowd. Will you? The onlooker shook his head adamantly. Not me. Will you? Pointing to another admirer. Not a chance. Is there anyone out here who will trust me and go on my back? Silence. Blondin turned to his manager, Harry Coldcourt. Harry, do you believe I can carry you across? Yes, Charles, I believe you can. Then will you trust me to climb on my back? Charles asked. Harry said, yes, I will. Harry stepped onto the platform with Blondin and climbed onto his back. Sit still and don't move, Blondin said. I got you and I won't let you fall. Blondin balancing pole in hand and manager on his back crossed the fall successfully back into the United States. So let me ask you, did the crowd really believe he could do it? Of course they did. So why wouldn't anyone volunteer to go on his back? And the answer is, the crowd really did believe that Blondin could cross Niagara carrying a man. But for someone to get on his back, belief was no longer sufficient. 
For someone to put their life in Blondin's hands, faith wasn't enough. It required trust, a much higher level of belief. And that's the difference between Amuna and Betachen. Amuna is intellectual belief. Betachen is acting upon one's Amuna. Betachen is the confidence one has, even in the most challenging situations, that they are in the secure hands of Hashem. In Mitzrayim, after the Eden witnessed Naimachus, there was no doubt that Klal Yisrael believed in Hashem. They had just witnessed Hashem's power and omnipotence in the most profound way. But before they could be zoichet to the actual Geula, Amuna wasn't enough. They had to demonstrate Bitachen. They had to place their complete trust in Hashem. They had to demonstrate Mesiras Nefesh by placing their lives on the line in order to show their loyalty to Hashem. That process began on Shabbos HaGadol, their final Shabbos in Mitzrayim. It required incredible courage to openly set aside a sheep, the God of Egypt, to be slaughtered four days later. What's more, before they were able to partake in the carbon Pesach, every male had to have a bris milah. Every man circumcised himself just prior to Yitzhiz Mitzrayim. That is the last thing one wants to do before immigrating into a desert. The Egyptians were already irate. Their former slaves are slaughtering their God. And now, the Jews would be weakened and vulnerable. They would be ripe for revenge. And despite that, the Yidin displayed such courage and serious nefesh, taking that action. That is called Betachen. And that act is what ultimately led them to being zoichet to the Geula. On Pesach, we take that leap from faith to trust. Chayv Adam Liris es Atzmai, Hu We take words and put it into action. In that schos of taking the initiative, Hashem should come knocking on our door and bring us all His brachas and Yeshuas. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.